0: And you get to realize how, like, toxic of a place like Miami is. I know people, women who look good, they go to Miami, they see other women, and now they want surgery. They have to get it because they become unhappy with their figure. Miami is a place where, like, if you want to live that lifestyle, you can't be fat. You got, like, everything's about being on a yacht,
1: shirt off, pool parties, fun, fun, fun. It's also very... why does this nigga sound like he's, like, advertising, like, GTA 6? This is, like, how, like, <laughs> like, game fans, they, they break down GTA 6. Like, yeah, uh, Vice City is exciting. Vice City has yachts. Vice City has boats. It's like, what? Classic lifestyle. All of the motherfuckers
0: who look good and yeah, they're in Miami, but they're not eating good. They're all at the club still drinking every night. They're taking all type of other drugs, so they're not healthy.
1: They just want the facade of looking good because they're... By the way, this is the same nigga that said he's been an alcoholic ever since he graduated college 10 years ago. I'm just saying. Environment where there's a lot of people who
0: look good. I, I would like to limit my time there because it's so superficial. It makes you not realize what life is. I'm not saying that academics is guilty, uh. but I'm saying something, something just ain't right. Is <laughs> he
2: as a man? <coughs> when you do wrong? <coughs> or are you responsible? When you're the king of the, cance- the castle? When you the captain of the boat? Anything that goes down on your ship, you're responsible for.
3: Michael poor he's a Jew.
0: By the way, I don't like
3: non-Jews referring to Jewish people as Jews. I do not like non-Jewish people referring to Jewish people as Jews. You say... It's
1: funny, because, like, that would be like me saying, I don't like non-African-Americans calling me African-American, even though I don't go by the term African-American. Jew... Regardless of how people take it, it is what it is. Jew is a word. Jew is not derogatory. It's not. Michael Rappaport, this is the wigger. This is the guy that was in Zebra Head. The, the well-known wigger. Everybody knows uh, Michael Rappaport. Um, the well-known wigger, All right. He's a part of the Trump-hating crowd, but then it's like, Are you hating? Do you really hate Trump? Or are you just here for the clown? Be real. Be real with me. And by the way, the Epstein shit, there was actually four documents, only four. This will give you an example. There was only four documents that involved Donald Trump. There was over 40 documents involving Bill Clinton with Jeffrey Epstein. Just keep that in mind. Let's keep going.
0: Jewish, Jewish people, Jewish person. I find it condescending. The Jew, the Jews, Jewish, Jewish. You can get the extra syllable out. You're my favorite Jew. <laughs> you really are. You make a living insulting people. <laughs> on your Instagram. And you're insulted by people calling you a Jew. Do you refer to black, the blacks? The nah, stuff nah, nah,
1: nah, nah, nah. He makes his living, and shout out to the Hodge twins. He makes his living off of pandering to black people. Michael Rappaport makes his living pandering to black people. Oh, he's been in a couple movies. I grew up in the projects. I I grew up on the block. These are the type of people that try to identify themselves as black people or identify with the black culture. If it benefits them, it'll be this type of white dude to tell you that don't vote for Trump. He's a fucking racist. Well, shit, last time I checked, Joe Biden's a fucking racist. This is what they try to do with the blacks. They put a battery pack. They allow uh, Jews, excuse my French. They allow Jews like Mike Rappaport to go out there and pander to black people and try to play as a relative to the blacks. Well, I grew up with blacks just around the corner from where I lived at. So the fuck what?
0: Mr. you make me look like a damn priest. If it comes down to pig dick Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden, I'm sorry. Voting for pig dick Donald Trump is on
1: the table. You're starting to become my f- Bingo. You see how these niggas- This was one of the biggest. This was one of the biggest Trump haters. This was one of the biggest Trump haters. Now he's saying, hey, if the, if the option still stands, I might have to go with Trump. All right. Biden your days are numbered. Cuz there is no if ands or buts about this. If Biden wins and gets reelected, our country's in trouble. I mean, our country's already in trouble now. But maybe it's a learning experience for those that voted for this old motherfucker. Y'all may have to y'all may have to vote for The quote-unquote white supremacist Donald Trump, everybody. You may have to make that decision. You may have to join a club like me. I've been voting for Trump since 2020. (laughs) (coughs) I've been voting for Trump since 2020. And if I had an opportunity to take a a fucking time machine back to 2016, I would have voted
4: for that nigga then too, all right? Hey, you? All right, these are the people that were on Epstein Island. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, confirmed by multiple sources. Bill Clinton, George Mitchell, Alex Baldwin, Ralph Fennese, George Hamilton, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Liz Hurley, Laura Hunt, Janice Dixon, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, uh, Henry Kissinger, which may be one of the most evil men on the world. Joan Rivers, Courtney Love, Mick Jagger, Courtney Guest, uh, Phil Collins. Joan Rivers. What happened to her?
1: She did... Conspiracy time, right? There is a conspiracy that Joan Rivers was taken out because she stated that Barack Obama was indeed a homosexual and Michelle Obama was transsexual. I didn't say that; that's what she said, and she's no longer here today.
4: But she was at the Epstein Island before. Uh, Simon LeBon, Charlie Rose of PBS, Richard Branson, Candace Bushell, Tom Ford. Uh, Vera Wang White people I don't know Nadia Byron Don't know uh, Coe Stark And here's some more Seth Green Mm. James Gunn Mm. Dan Schneider Steven Spielberg Tom So let's ask
1: So so let's ask a very important question people Because you and I Whoever's listening You're not dumb You're listening to me So you're definitely not a dummy We went through this list last night This list that I went over Had the same fucking names Besides minus a few Uh, Steven Spielberg was there, uh, Naomi Campbell was there, um, Seth Green was there, and all these other people were on the list. So what makes that list that I was going through fake if the same names is on this so-called list by mainstream media? Make it make sense.
4: Thanks. Steven Colbert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Uh Kevin Spacey, Uh uh, Kathy Griffin, Oprah Winfrey, Uh Sean Carter, Beyonce Knowles, Uh Anthony Kiedis, John... Yeah.
1: And Anthony Kiedis from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's weird. That's weird. That used to be my favorite band when I was a youngster. You know what I mean? I'm smoking fat joints today, man. I'm smoking fat joints Today Pause I had to put that shit out Hey yo, shout out to the plug, man Shout out to the plug Had to pick up a care package last night I think another ounce So I got another ounce 180 for the ounce, aka more ounce for the bounce. All right, <laughs> more ounce for the bounce.
5: Hey, go down.
1: We got an episode. We got look alright <laughs> We got a couple episodes today Cat Williams on the attack on the attack Steve Harvey Cedric the Entertainer uh Kevin Hart Cat Williams back and in effect one of my favorite comedians, by the way, Cat Williams, man. The whoremonger, monger, Cat Williams. <laughs> the pimp. The player. The pimp. The pee, all right? <laughs> the pee, okay? Shout out to all my whoremongers, mongers. The peas. <laughs> The peas <laughs> and shout out to the hoes. Women as loose. Women as loose. Women as loose. Go ahead.
3: Women is in the women. Men is in the men.
2: But nigga is a homosexual.
3: Hey.
6: The crème de la crème. The chad de la chad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? (laughs)
2: Let's get it.
1: Jersey, Judah, it's Thursday. Oh my. (coughs) I got to remind myself that it's a four day week instead of a five day week. I'm saying to myself, yo, it's Thursday already? I can't believe the week is going by so fast. Mm. No, just a four day week. I had Monday off, um, New Year's. Most of y'all had Monday off. New Year's. Do anybody feel that the year is different? I don't. It's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be getting tired of these motherfuckers. Like, oh man, New Year, new me. Niggas got no goals. Niggas got, they don't even got dreams. Like, fuck. Like, what the fuck is the point of celebrating a new year? You don't got no goals, no admirations, right? Admirations, people. That's the word of today. Admirations. Like, right? Niggas got no prospects, nothing. But, hey, it's a new year, new me. You the same old nigga doing the same old shit, all (laughs) right? Respectfully. But, anyway, like I always say, right, Jersey Judah, once again, the 4th of January, Thursday, 2024, and I'm back. With another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, all right? All right. So, 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 so. Um, We got an episode, obviously, but not just any episode. We got... Two major episodes to get through today. This episode will nine times out of ten be broken down into segments. (coughs) It's uh, 11.32 for me, by the way. I was able to start this just on time. Was able to wake up, put enough gas in the car. And by the way, (coughs) (coughs) I had no idea that my gas tank was low. So, like, last night when I got back from work, um, I had stopped by uh, my homeboy's crib to pick up a care package of some funky lettuce. Are you following me? Right. I left my car running because I've been talking about this shit for a while now. Um, You know, my battery, which I've been I've been supposed to I've been like bullshitting. I was supposed to get a battery. Like three weeks ago I'm not even gonna lie to y'all I was supposed to get a battery three weeks ago what ended up happening was uh, I didn't get enough money to get a battery right I would I would have had to I would have probably had to like wait an entire month take money this amount from this check the next amount it was like man fuck that so I couldn't turn off my car, you know, so I had to go in the house. My homeboy was already there, which was good. So that was quick. Boom, boom. I get back in the car and like my right, my car right now, I think it still says zero. Zero miles until A. E. Look, like, I just put $15 of gas in. Weirdo shit. Okay, never mind. Now it's gone. So I'll know once again when I'll need gas. And I, I have a feeling that by the end of today, I will nine times out of ten be running out of gas. But not fully, like broke down, run out of gas. But my light will go on. Okay. So just keep that in mind. You know, it, it was just very difficult last night. I had no idea that my car was low on gas that I could have broken down at any portion of driving. Luckily, I I work like seven to nine mile well seven miles away which breaks down to like nine ten minutes maximum to get to work not that big of a deal but we got an episode in the episode we got Jason Whitlock uh <clears throat> what did I name I gotta find this content creator if not I'm just not gonna play the video because it's not that important in my personal opinion Uh, yo, Okay. We got pink book lessons, Jason Whitlock. And finally we got club Shay Shay. We got a 15 minute clip, 16 minute clip. My mistake. 16 minute clip of club Shay Shay. Um, that is Shannon Sharp. Okay. I, I I still remember the blacks Shannon Sharp. The reason why I don't remember, I don't really know him like that is because I'm not a sports fan. He's a known commentator for basketball, ESPN, I believe, and a couple of other things. Uh, he has his little, he has his podcast. I was about to say little podcast, but it's actually a big podcast, Club Shay Shay. And um, Cat Williams is going to be talking about Kevin Hart, so I can imagine only only good things, right? <laughs> but later on tonight, man, we got one clip and one clip only, and that's from the same content creator, Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay on YouTube and it's Cat Williams calling out Steve Harvey, uh Cedric the Entertainer and more. I mean, so this is <laughs> it's going to get messy. That's a 35 minute. That's a whole episode. So we're going to go through that 35 minute clip um the next episode tonight. But today we have we put my auto rotate here. We have Only Fan star calls out men for making her a millionaire. OnlyFans star calls out men for making her a millionaire. That is from Jason Whitlock. Shout out to Jason Whitlock, the fearless show on YouTube. Then, uh, Pink Book Lessons. Uh, Gabby lied about Monique being jealous of Taraji. <gasps> Excuse me. <clears throat> I had the cough and burp at the same time. That was the most nastiest and uncomfortable feeling in the world, bro. Anyway, Gabby lied about Monique being jealous of Taraji. Quote, you owe her an apology, end quote. Okay, so we got the Czarlets at it again. The czar Wars continue. We started the Czar Wars officially, um, the new year with DJ Academics versus Hassan Campbell. Of course I'm sarcastic when I say this. They're not at war with one another. I'm sure Nobody's pulling out the blicky, all right? There's no glizzy action. Pause. Sounds gay. Pause. Pause. All right? Over whooping. I'm over whooping right now. Can't be over whooping. Um, but yeah, that's Pink Book Lessons, all right? Then, once again, Cat Williams on Kevin Hart. That is from Club Shay Shay. S H A Y space. S H A Y. Okay. So with all that being said, we're gonna jump right into the madness, the foolery, the clown world. We're diving into the minds of the modern women, briefly, with OnlyFans star calling out men for making her a millionaire. What the? All right,
3: time for some friendly fire. Jason
1: Whitlock, Jamika Michelle, Jason and Jamika. Thanks for shout out to Shanika Michelle. Okay, she be pointing out these three hundred fours and whatnot. Jamika, I have a video that I want your
3: reaction to. Uh, TJ Mo wanted me to talk about this uh, with Steve Kim. Uh, I over, uh, actually Hadley overruled TJ on this and said, no, we, we need Jamika's opinion on this. Don't read anything into this. Uh, but uh, again, there's some ladies that were talking about their OnlyFans accounts and how she makes more money and that it's actually man's fault that OnlyFans and this whole horror
1: culture is so popular. Now, harsh reality is She's right. She's absolutely correct. Granted, this is the woman who does the OnlyFans, this is the woman who does sexualize herself for monetary gain, but she makes a point. What would be whore culture without the approval of men? Now I know this is gonna cut y'all women deep, but I gotta say it. What makes Whore culture, acceptable. What makes whore culture um, validated without the validation of men, without the acceptance of men, without the money, Uh uh-oh, without the moolah of the men. Now, y'all know how it is with these women. Y'all know how it is. Not all, not all. Not all, not all, but most. When it comes down to doing something strange, they'll do it for a bit of change. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. Okay, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Anything for the moolah.
3: Women has loosed, women as loosed,
1: women as loosed. You know what I'm saying? The sexual um, promiscuity. <laughs> The sexual promiscuity of the modern day FIFA, the 304, the bust down baby, the bust down Fatiana herself, her sexual perversions along with her sexual promiscuity, matter of fact, her promiscuity, her promiscuity is already a perversion but the marketing of her perversion is towards the men she'll market it herself but only as a lifestyle to women she will never market it she'll never market herself as a person more as more than um, a part of the operation that's it. Well, men, she sells everything. OnlyFans is female exploitation. That bitches decide to do it. They go they go and say to themselves, you know what? Everybody else, it's like it's like everything else. Everybody else is doing it. I might as well get involved in it. Only to be regretting it five years later. You can't find a job later on because nobody wants to hire an OnlyFans slur. Mm. Ma'am, this is a preschool. Ma'am, this is a daycare center. Mm. Your services is not needed here. Mm. Go back to the internet. I'm going to tell y'all, as I get older, I get colder. Right? But and it's only because of the reality like i'm not i'm not going to pretend that the reality is fake i'm not going to come up with my own concepts to what reality is it is simply what it is it is simply what it is all right sex is one of the most powerful things if not the only powerful thing in which a woman uses to attract and obtain a man. Her sex. Now, once again, this has nothing to do with intimacy. I said her sex. Her sex appeal. Right? Because if a woman's just sexy to a man, then that man just sexualized her. She's an object. If I say, oh, that woman's sexy. Damn. Damn. I don't give a fuck about what she does for a living. I'm just saying she's sexy. She's a woman that I would have sex with by appearance, by attraction, by sex. See now these women today, they know that their sex, they know that sex sells, but more or less women, their sex dominates. Their sex doesn't only sell, but it dominates. It beats men by a landslide. You want to know why? Because their promiscuity and their perversion is marketable amongst men who get no sex, who get no attention, who gets no validation from women. These women represent these men's last hope. These guys who spend countless time, countless money looking up these women and, you know, going through our videos and all this weird shit and sending her gifts and all this out of pocket bullshit. That's all the men. Because if men knew better, they would do better and they wouldn't be participating with these 304s. These hoes only after you for your excrements, you dig? These bitches are only after you for your excrements. your resources, right? And your security. But when a woman can compartmentalize a man, it's over. Because realistically, if 70% of uh, the divorces, over 70% of of divorces is being initiated by women, then that shows you what priority men has on their level. Very low priority, which is why You'll always hear the women talk about, oh, this guy ain't shit. This guy wasn't this. This guy wasn't that. But you were sleeping with the man the entire time. When did you come to this grand revelation that the nigga that you've been spreading your legs for, the nigga you've been busting it down for, wasn't shit? When did your wake-up call begin in this case? Because I've never heard a woman who's perceived as a good woman talking badly about men. And this is what I mean. A woman who's essentially a good woman, a man is going to find that and a man is going to try and protect that and, and be close to. That's the instinct of a man. If, if men, masculine men, see feminine um, women that are the polar opposites of us in terms of our genetic makeup, then yes, a man will be attracted to that woman. Multiple men will be attracted to that woman, but that woman knows who to prioritize, what man's going to benefit her, not just financially, but spiritually and emotionally. And she's not going to be out here running amok, you know what I mean, sucking cock from block to block. Let's just keep it a buck, all right? Let's keep it a buck, all right? Not gonna happen. The women that's on OnlyFans. They don't realize that they're on a road that they can't get off of. Like you can, you can, you can like rear off to the to the side, or you can rear off to the to a dirt road. But that dirt road ain't get you nowhere either, because these women are too mesmerized by the clout, the attention, the credibility, the cash, the success of these OnlyFans women that they don't realize. The OnlyFans women are actually women. They're women, but they've sold women. It's just my opinion that women are quicker to sell their souls than a man because the women have to gain the spiritual concept of life later on. I believe more men like myself understood spirituality earlier on and was able to understand why a man and a woman is better together than apart at the same time as a man you would have to sit back and be a better you right you would have to sit back and do the work yourself instead of saying what's wrong with other people the thing that bothers me the most is when people will talk badly about somebody and that other person is doing better than them. Like, why would, how could you talk badly about someone who's doing way better than you, right? Who's, and not, not talk bad in a sense of like critique them. I mean, like, talk bad, like, oh, personal things, right? They have a better job than you, they have a better car than you, you know, they got, you know, better clothes than you. Not that all that matters, but more importantly, <clears throat> they got a better character than you. So it's like any person that will come across this conversation will go, "Oh man, this guy's a hater." It's similar to the academics and Hassan Campbell thing. Hassan Campbell, outside of being like, being on academics' show, and academics giving him credit every time he mentions him, you kind of wonder why somebody would be so quick. A person that gives you flowers every chance he gets, pause, because that sounds weird. I hate people that say, oh man, you ain't give me, uh you ain't give me my flowers. Like, nigga, what? You sound weird. Over whooping, right? But anyway, a person that gives you so much credit, a person who's at a higher level than you, giving you so much credit, and then for you to turn around and and pull some snake shit. Because you think that he's guilty is something that he kind of already proved that he was innocent of. Wasn't good. I remember um, briefly talking about this. <coughs> I remember going through a fucking, um, going through the live video with Son Campbell. And he was talking about, and I mentioned this last night too as well, in last night's episode. But he was talking about how And see, this is why common sense ain't so common, right? Academics, he was talking about how academics was talking to him the last time that he was at the show. And he was telling him, like, yo, he was academics was pretty much trying to tell Hassan, like, hey, you know, if you want to keep, you know, a name and keep relevancy to a certain extent, you'll have to kind of chill out with certain things you talk about, because if not, they'll flag you, they'll terminate you. You know what I mean, shit like that, and because I guess one of his channels got deleted, he looks at academics as an agent. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with niggas? What the? Oh, this nigga's an agent. Yeah, he told me, he warned me, but (coughs) (coughs) that's like me. That's like I tell somebody, because like you got a lot of young niggas now, right? And like a lot of these young niggas really want to be like the center of attention when it comes to everything, even irrelevant shit. As long as they're mentioned, they're good, right? It's like you got these younger niggas now. They taking pictures with the with the with the glizzy with the gun. They taking pictures with the boomers. They got the boomers on deck. They got the blowers. paws. That all sounds gay, by the way. The name for guns just sound gay, like blickies and glizzy. There's just all wild homophobic. Like it it just brings on homophobic. It brings on homophobia. That's what it does. It's like I'm not calling a gun a glizzy, a blicky. Like it's a gun, my nigga. It's a, it's a weapon. Alright? A firearm. How about that? A fucking blicky? What the nigga, that sound gay. I sound gay. Anyway. I agree with her,
3: but let, let's play the clip.
7: I make more than a doctor and I capitalize
0: off of men. You guys are my biggest fans, even if you're haters. I made over four
1: hundred thousand dollars last year. And it is all because of you. So you guys wanna keep clowning on sex work? It's funny cause a woman that makes four like let me let me let me let me change the dynamic here. If I was making $400,000 a year and I'm not technically doing nothing illegal, I'm not robbing nobody, I'm not taking advantage of people, I'm gonna be a hell of a lot happier than this bitch. This bitch sounds miserable. $400,000 she made in the previous year, which I'm assuming this is a newer video, so it could have been 2013. Why are you upset? Because men, because the men that you like, this is kind of what happens, right? It's not the men that are desperate. She needs those men. She'll never talk badly about those particular men, but she'll talk bad about men in general because the men that she likes don't like OnlyFans sluts. That's kind of how that works. And you say that you're going to stop doesn't make a difference because you can be on there long enough. If you make it $400,000, you are doing a lot of horse shit. In one year, 400000 I mean, how many buckets? Let me just stop. Let me stop.
7: Keep it up because if you guys just came at, together as a whole, as men, we wouldn't be in business. We are profiting off of you. Uh, thank
1: you. Once again, though stating the harsh reality, that's all true. And all you guys, all you men, right, that's out here, you know, on fucking OnlyFans and giving these women money, these women don't give a fuck about you, man. It's sad that I would have to say it like this, but it is what it is. Like these women don't give a fuck about y'all these. I'm talking about the women on OnlyFans. They out here for the pay. Okay. This is the new payola. All right. Anything for the mula. Okay. So when these women talk badly about men, and they're making money off of men. That says that makes a statement. They're making a statement, and that statement is men are weak, weak minded. They don't believe in the spirit, so they don't have it. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. Like you got to believe it in order to know you have it. So, they don't got no, and when I mean by spirit, I mean in the sense of uh, morals and ethics. You know what I'm saying? They don't got that. You know, they don't have any law. They're lawless people. These women are lawless people. That's why they'll take their clothes off for money and then shame the men that give them the money when they need the money because without the money, they'd be working behind the counter somewhere. Like every other NPC. But then again, the 304 becomes the new NPC. Because every woman today, any woman that that claims she's the baddest, any woman who claims she's a boss bitch, I'm going to tell you like this, 75% of them women got OnlyFans. Roughly. I'm being generous. 75% of them got OnlyFans.
7: Keep subscribing to our OnlyFans. Keep talking shit about sex workers because we are making so much more money and I'm about to be out fucking a
1: million this year. So keep it. She's about to be at a million this year. She sounds like she's going to break down and cry. Did, does the money solve any of her personal problems? Are you following me? Y- y'all got to listen. Are you following me? Is that all that money she got? 400000 fucking dollars. Bitch sounds miserable as hell. I make a fucking fraction of that. And my life is so much better because I don't give a fuck about what people say. Like legit. And women don't have that authority. They don't they're not authority figures. Even with a teen boy in a single mother household, that teen is going to rebel. Because that mother cannot assert any dominance outside of her being the person that the boy came out of. That's it. You know what I'm saying? There's no assert like you gotta understand, like in terms of like working for women or working around women it's all the same like in the sense of all of their activity all the things they talk about it's all the same shit one may be cuter than the other maybe one one may be a little bit more intelligent than the next but they all react the same. Essentially, they all think the same, except some think a little bit on that level, but on a more advanced plane, if you will. Others, they're just stuck on stupid, but they all have the same like they're all emotional train wrecks. That's number one. And these women that make the women that make the most, they're the most miserable. I don't know why. It's almost like a joke that God plays with women, where it's like, okay, you want all the things like a man? Okay, God gives you those things. God may have not told you that, that all comes with responsibility a responsibility that most women just aren't willing to handle. And in some ways, they're not raised and created to handle those situations but they wanna be CEOs, they wanna be like men so bad so they become men. Meaning that they become invisible to other men around them. Once again, ladies, we as men don't give a fuck about how much money you make. As long as you're not a fucking bum, you know what I'm saying? A man's gonna work with that. When these women make a lot of money, a man goes, oh, bet, she makes a lot of money, that's cool. That's not like, oh, she makes a lot of money. I got to get with that. Y'all be the gold diggers. What the fuck is men going to dig from y'all? We're going to dig you out. We're going to try to get in the guts. That's it. You know what I mean? I'm black. We're going to try to get in the guts. We don't have, like, ulterior motives like that. That's what makes men, in a lot of ways, so weak to women. Because with a woman, she already knows, oh, okay, this guy is just being nice to me because he wants to fuck. This guy's being nice to me because he wants something. It's always... They always can can come up with that. Women, it's like with guys, you'll know. Like if you're a man who like previously never gotten any play from women. All of a sudden, if you're working or if you got money or if you got this and that and you start getting women coming into your DMs or you got women, you know, trying to add you on social media, you should already know what it's in for me. I don't. I don't um, I have a zero tolerance for it. I don't tolerate it because I can smell a 304 from a mile away. You know, eyes are the windows to the soul. So a person who can't hold eye contact with you, there's something off with their spirit or their spirit simply doesn't align with you. When you talk to somebody Not that you're being assertive, but when you're talking direct to somebody and they can't look you in the eye, then you know that their spirit is off. Their spirit is off. You see a lot of the rappers, a lot of the entertainers, they go out in public. They always have glasses on, right? People wonder, like, why do these niggas always got glasses on? Because these niggas is wicked, bro. They don't got no light. They got no light in them. And some people, you can look in their eyes and tell, like, yeah, that's someone you don't trust. Don't trust this person now that sounds crazy to some people but I mean I guess it's superficial I don't know what I don't know what the fuck you would call it but I, I believe that you know I the eyes are the windows to the soul so when somebody's talking to you and they're talking directly at you and they're giving you eye contact then you kind of know like okay this person means business this person's serious if a person's looking around talking looking crazy, I'm thinking, like, yo, this nigga's bugged out. I don't trust him. He's being deceptive. He's lying about something. You know, reading body language and all that shit. Very important. Very important. You, Some people you don't even have to talk to. You can look at them and how they carry themselves and know, like, okay, this nigga's bugging. You know what I'm saying? You can tell by the way a person carries himself. If they're looking at the ground every time they're walking past you. Or if they looking down on the ground? Period. These are people with low self-esteem, low confidence level. If you always look, if you always look in eye level, if you always aware of your surroundings, it's almost like the stare test. Of some people, it might be it might be called something else, but some people call it the stare test. I call it the stare test, where if somebody's looking at you, you're willing to look back at them that way until they notice for some reason, you know they're looking at you and they look somewhere else, right? Other people, they'll be just as nervous. Oh, this guy's looking at me. and They'll start looking around looking weird and shit. You know what I mean? Like, people, it's, it's hard to explain it, but, like, a lot of people, and I think we women, women are able to get away with this deceptive behavior because of Eve. You know, Eve, some, so I, I personally believe that, you know, Lilith and Eve and the serpent and how this intertwines is why women are able to be twice as deceptive as men. Men kind of give away their intentions, right? That's the thing about us. A lot of men, we put, we wear our hearts on our sleeves, right? And we, we kind of give away our intentions, right? A woman can be deceptive to where she has stages where, you know, hot one minute, y'all y'all together, the sex is great. Six months down to later, six months down the line, she gets comfortable. She becomes the complete opposite of what she was before, but you don't know that she was always that way. She was just playing the front with you. Holla if you hear me, all right? If you hear a nigga knocking, let a nigga in. Pause. I got to stop saying that because that just sounds... You know where I got that from? Um, Was that Friday after the next... If you hear a nigga knocking, let a nigga in. I think that was from um, Friday after the next. I'm black. You know. I'm black.
3: I actually agree with the woman. I'm that black. It's our lack of discipline, uh-huh. our
1: giving in to our lust. Tempted and, and by the flesh. Identity. Tempted we- by the flesh. Tempted by the flesh. These women are the woman in the red dress. Tempting us by the flesh, all right? And misleading us by her spirit. And confidence we seem to take from the more women
3: we bed, the more manly we are, and 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 again, our lack of discipline. And, there it is. And, and we have, I cracked the joke maybe 15, 18 years ago uh, that I, I said, uh, pussy galore, is, is more undefeated than the Miami, the 72 Miami Dolphins or something like that. And it was the funniest thing and people p- picked up on it and you know now I, I never get credit for saying it. But, but it's really <laughs> a statement about the weakness of men. There it is. That a Witness. woman's vagina has that much control over us.
1: I agree. Here's the sad part about it and I didn't realize it until he just said it. Vagina to a man always overrides the man's brain. Like the man's mind is weak compared to the vagina of a woman because the man prioritizes the woman so much and the women who know that devalue the man so, so much. So they're worth little by putting the woman on the highest pedestal. These are simps, in other words, white knights. You know, what I mean, white knights, simps. Beta's, hold up, where's my shit at? Beta, 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 right? Beta's, Simps, White Knights, Captain Hose. you know, cock, 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 cock. And they all give value to loose women and worthy 304s.
3: Women as loose, women as loose. Women as loosed, women as loosed.
1: You know what I mean? Just in case y'all didn't hear it.
3: Women as loosed.
1: You know what I mean? Giving up all of their the spoils. All of their valuables. All of their excrements. <laughs> Over whooping, you know what I mean? They out here donating a bitch. You just donating bitches. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, yo. Getting bitches' cars, getting bitches' houses, getting bitches' televisions, getting bitches' places to stay. <sighs> getting this bitches' bags, getting this bitches' shoes, getting this bitches' everything. Paying her bills, keeping her lights on. And what's she doing for you? What are you getting in return for all of this? Walk out next time. Nothing. Sad man. Seps. But these are the same guys. They go into the electronic strip club, which is OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> OnlyFans is the electronic strip club. Look up that episode. There was times when I was putting episodes out, and even now, I noticed like a lot of my shit. Like one. One video with um Jaguar right and uh Tisa Tells, that made like the top ten. I made that like number ten, in which that got like a good amount of listens like overnight. But other videos that I just do, I don't even pay attention to the plays. I just I just say what needs to be said and I keep it I keep it pushing. You know what I mean? I just keep it pushing after. But some of this shit here, man, is just Sad, really. It really is. Because the guys, regardless of how low a woman gets, and and it's also like, it's a Jedi mindfuck. And what I mean by a Jedi mindfuck is this. A woman who initially takes no accountability as is, right? Let's be honest. Gets involved in OnlyFans where she becomes way into the six figures, right? 400,000. Close to a uh, half a billion right close to half a billion did I say half a billion with well, four hundred thousand close to half a million my bad I'm tweaking um but miserable okay so instead of her saying, well damn, I shouldn't have made this decision based on what men want of me. I should have done what was better for me financially without making myself a sex object. Not modern women. Uh-uh. These zarlets, these wannabe zarlets, they go out there whore themselves out, cam, you know, this is like cam women, cam girls before before cam girls or before OnlyFans, they were cam girls in other words. You know, uh, Andrew, take and tell you a thing or two about that. I'm just going to leave it at that.
8: Her as well, Jason, you know, there have been women who had uh, a lack of standards or self-esteem, a lack of self-worth since the beginning of time. And I do agree if men were to come together and raise their standards. These women wouldn't be making the type of money that they're making. I tell this story all the time how when I was dancing, the guy that I was seeing at the time, I don't know if he got word. I don't I don't really know. But I remember him telling me, if I ever find out you're doing that, I'll never talk to you again. And I stopped. It didn't matter to me how I was going to get my bills paid or, you know, how I was going to buy the next best outfit because he said that that was not going to be good enough for him and that he wouldn't talk to me anymore, I quit dancing. And so I do think if me and had a great.
1: Now, she's a former dancer. Keep that in mind.
8: Standard women would rise to that. And they don't because. You know, they think that they're having this, you know, great self worth. They would never say, oh, I lack self esteem or I lack self worth. At 18, I thought I had the best body on the planet and every man needed to pay me to see it. There was even a girl who danced with me who would.
1: Now, nah, hold up. Let me see. I, I need proof. I got to look this up. <laughs> uh, I'm a piece of garbage, but we're looking this up. <clears throat> Let's see if we can find a Shamika Michelle. um, We want to see if we can find a Shamika Michelle uh, photo of some sorts. All right. Want to see if we can find this briefly? Okay, because she's advertising herself. She was the best thing and sliced bread. Uh, let's see if I can find this person. <clears throat> um, that's definitely not who I was looking for. I don't know how to spell this woman's name man she got one of them black names Tamika I' gonna block all that and get that out all right um I don't think I can find this person. I do not think I can find this person. Yeah, I give up. Yeah, I give up. It's not that important. Not that
8: important. Bring her boyfriend to the club to see my body. So I thought, I had no idea that meant I lacked self-esteem. As an older woman, I know that it did mean that, but...
1: She had to live and learn. How many times do I have to say that? She has to live and learn, most women. And for a lot of men who who was never led by their fathers and led by example, they, they reached the same conclusion. I think the way that men age, it's a it's a bit more graceful, believe it or not, than a woman aging. A woman is graceful at her youth. She's the most graceful. Some believe that she's the most innocent. Well, for obvious reasons. Right. She's the most innocent. She's the most graceful at that beginning stage in which that was when we as men were supposed to be on our square and. Um, commit to such woman of such high worth, low, low count, high worth, worthy woman. We were supposed to have that and marry that by 25. Realistically. Now I'm not a traditionalist, but I believe to an extent that traditionalism is uh, needed in certain situations. Now, because I say in certain situations, that would take away traditionalism in itself, but y'all know what I'm saying. But if you have the sexual activity, if you have the college years, if you have the party years in a woman's life during the time when a man, when men would want children, when a man would want to start a family, settle down and actually, you know, see what's out there. It's bombarded with sex. Sex from women, the sexless men who crave it, the sexless men who are uh, porn addicts, the sexless men who are incels, the sexless men who are black pill, who are doomers, etc., etc., etc. As a society, we've only highlighted the men and their perversions and their addictions and their uh, twisted lifestyles, right? Men fucking blow up dolls and all types of madness, right? They only show that. They don't show the women who propagate sexual perversion, sex addiction. They themselves marketed themselves as sex objects To get the most that they can financially only to be broken emotionally, spiritually and mentally, psychologically, for that matter, later on in life. Now, I had to break all that down to prove a point that the women, however they see themselves, whatever they go through in life they may go through something and not learn anything from it until 20 years from now. And that's if God, uh, blesses them with 20 years of life. Are you following me? With women and Tamika, Michelle just said it. Uh, she didn't know at the time that she had low self-esteem, but as an older woman, keyword, older, more mature, she now realizes, "Oh, well I had low self-esteem then." Now, even myself at age 18 would have told her like, "Hey, you got low self-esteem. Any guy that will try to build a woman up will always get destroyed." I want you to I want you to think about that. Any man that tries to build a woman up, meaning if she had nothing and you come and give her everything, she will always view herself as better than you because in her mind, if she wasn't better than you, why did you go out of your way to benefit her? If she wasn't better than you, that's her. It's like delusional. It's fucking retarded. It gives me a headache even thinking about that. But anyway, this will conclude segment one, part one of this episode, part two coming up. stay you know, stay seated or do what you do. My goal is to have people listen to me, like how I listen to other people online, where if I go to work, I have to make sure I have at least seven and a half hours. Um, I need at least seven and a half hours of content to listen to while I'm at work. And it's a mixture of shit, right? You know, Corey Holcomb, Uh, What do I have this time? Let me just prove the point that I'm making. What do I have this time today? I have Collect Call with Shug Knight. There's a new episode of that. I got Jason Whitlock's uh, uh, Fearless, where he talks about what he calls Porngate. I got DJ Academics um, interviewing, I think that's Aunt Glizzy. Aunt Glizzy, pause, that sounds weird. Um, We got Corey Holcomb, all right, and another, oh, actually, Coach Greg Adams, (laughs) a wild card. I don't think I listened to Coach Greg, I, I think I listened to Coach Greg Adams maybe April of last year, but then I just stopped listening. But he's talking about the academic situation. So I I find it funny that a lot of these old heads are just in such a rush to talk about a younger person's life. They always seem bitter. It's always the old. It's like the old bitter people, right? It's like, damn, you mad because another nigga did something that you couldn't do, something that you couldn't even think about doing because you don't have the mental capacity to think. What the niggas is smoking bath salts, man. Are you following me? Niggas is huffing glue. Are you following me? Niggas is huffing spray paint. Are you following me? All right. Niggas is sniffing powdered dish detergent. Are you following me? Niggas is bugged out. Respectfully. Okay. Bugged out. But anyway, stay tuned. I'm bugging. I thought I started a whole different recording. And then I realized like an hour, an hour and three fucking minutes in, right? An hour and three fucking minutes in, I'm sitting back like, oh shit. So now this is segment two. I'm back. I mean, there's no need to go through the rest of that because to be pretty honest with you, what she said was made a very valid point. Like the OnlyFans chick said that she makes 400000 a year, and for all the guys who's making fun of her, some of those guys are the ones benefiting her living her lifestyle and keep it up, and she'll be at a millionaire. But the problem is the bitch sound bitter as hell. She sounds sad. <laughs> what a surprise, right? Because now you're just looked at as, as, a, as a whore with money. You're just a rich whore. There's there's guys that will only sleep with you because you you look good. You having money doesn't make a guy want to sleep with you unless that guy is a gigolo and he plans on getting some excrements and some ends at the end of the transaction. Are you following me? All right. Are you following me? So now we're going to get into uh, the czar Wars. The czar Wars continues. Um, these black czars and gatekeepers are allegedly being exposed. And throughout the year, this is what I'll just, this is my trend for the whole year, black czars and gatekeepers getting exposed. All right. I've replaced the red pill simply with black gatekeepers in the entertainment business. That's right. Drastic change, but a change nevertheless. Granted, I could always talk about an OnlyFans woman and the fact that she's a sex object. But to me, that's a little too, you know, I've been doing this shit. You remember all washed up? You remember um, uh, bitches breaking bad? You remember all that? <laughs> back to back to back to back to back. I'm done. I got to hang the hat up with that. We hang the jersey up. We want a new team now. Pause. Pause. That sounds wild. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Anyway, going back to the morning playlist, man. We got this. Uh, Gabby, you know that fat bitch from Precious? Yeah, she cooned out. Yeah, she. She definitely cooned out in that movie. She went into the grocery store and, and stole the chicken and shit. Y'all, y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's. I'm bad. I'm fucked up. No, I'm not. That's cooning, bitch. What on on camera? That's Conan. That's Conan, right? The watermelon and public type of behavior, I can't handle it. Are you following me? It's a whole lot of shucking and fucking jiving. Are you following me? Or, as I pointed out, shout out to Robert Townsend, the Hollywood Shuffle. Are you following me? You pretty much got a tap dance for a butter biscuit on film. Are you following me? You're black, but you also got to appear in blackface. Are you following me? (laughs) This is like the menstrual on top of the menstrual show. This is the menstrual of the menstrual show. A whole lot of fuckery. But now. You know, she's talking about. um, You know, we're talking about Gabby here. uh, Precious here. Lied about Monique being jealous of Taraji. All right, this is from Pink Book Lessons. I haven't went over Pink Book Lessons probably in the same amount of time that I haven't went through CGA. So we're just going in. We're we're gonna see what's been going on with these content creators, and we're already dealing with the highly weird shuffle. We're already exposing the black czars, the black gatekeepers, you know. So let's continue.
9: I I wanna fast forward, I wanna get past uh, precious. I want to come to Empire. I want to come to um, Ganabe. I want to come to um, Who? G- uh, Cinebe.
6: Okay, baby, because am trying to talk over real Cidibay. fast. I want to
10: come to and, uh, <laughs> <my name>. Oh
7: <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Cameron. I can't even be mad at him. Why? Because back then people didn't even know Gabby's name like that. It was like Gabby who? Gabby Douglas? Gabrielle Union? Yeah, she wasn't Gabby. She was Precious because she was nothing before Precious.
1: Bingo, that's all. See, she black, she black, she black. Y'all can't say, oh, you just, you disrespecting the black queen. You can't be dis- disrespecting our sisters. Oh, pie, bean pie selling Negroes, man. Get the fuck out of my face, man. You niggas is out here shucking and fucking jiving, not me. See that's why me. I don't deceive. I'm not deceptive. I tell people I fuck with Trump, so I don't want y'all. I don't want y'all to feel that I, I led y'all the wrong way. I y'all know who I fuck with. Y'all know the people I fuck with politically. So there's there's no surprise at the end of all this shit when I start when I start cooking Joe Biden's slow pathetic ass towards the election time. I'm the coon correspondent. I'm responding. To the coon shit directly, any type of shucking and fucking jiving, all right? Any type of tap dancing, especially political tap dancing, I'm going to cover it, all right? I'm going to expose such events. With the Hollywood shuffle, you get you get. Her, the woman who played Precious, she'll always be considered precious. I'm sorry. That's it's a fucked up thing to say, but that's kinda what happens when you play the Hollyweird Shuffle. That's what happens when you running out of a store on camera eating some fried fucking chicken, alright? That's coonin, alright? Sick of this shit. Niggas gotta really do niggerish acts. You know, just to get like, (laughs) that's funny. Niggas really got to do some niggerish acts, like just to get ahead in the entertainment business. I'm not sure if a lot of you Negroes notice or not. The niggas is wearing a dress. All right. (laughs) You had Kid Cudi, yo. Yo, Shout out to academics. This nigga shot academics went over a video. It was a performance. Kid Cudi had a whole fucking dress on performing a song. Now, I've already talked about Kid Cudi wearing a dress before, but I guess one time wasn't enough for him. He really got into it. He really enjoys it. Like, that's weird. The nigga's a weirdo, all right? He's weird, all right? He's weird. Only to get his car blown up by Diddy. Diddy, yo, the man on the moon got his spaceship blown up if you talk about like think about it the gotham city villain diddy diddy dirty money aka brother love aka sean p diddy combs aka puff daddy okay blew up the man on the moon's spaceship i can't believe it i still can't believe that now, look at him today. Nigga got on a dress, doing all types of weird shit. The nigga's a weirdo. He's weird, all right? He's weird. Look at him. Man on the moon with a goddamn dress on. Man on the moon, and on stage, man. This shit is weird. You know what I'm saying? Fucking man on the fucking moon, right? The man on the moon on stage, with a dress on, looking like a goddamn sissy, all right? Let's talk about it. Shit is weird, all right? Shit is weird. (laughs) Shit is weird. Very weird. Weird activity. Everybody, like, everybody's supposed to be coddled and believing, like, oh, man, that's just what he want to do. You know, that's just a style. Like, wait, what? A nigga wearing a dress is a style? Chill, son. I want nothing to do with y'all niggas. Chill. I want nothing to do with y'all industry niggas. Y'all niggas is weird. All right? Y'all doing weird shit. Weird. Fuck out of here. Balfamet, Balfamet praising niggas, man. Shit is disgusting niggas is already worshiping a goat guy with titties and a dick, alright? Niggas is weird, alright? See, this country's a disgrace because (coughs) (coughs) See, this country is an outright disgrace, not only by the people that we vote in as presidents, (coughs) more or less this president, but Um, a lot of the things that we allow to happen, you know, you got areas out here, you know, these niggas is real weird. These niggas got towns and shit that got satanic temples. Nigga, what the fuck? The fuck is this? Fuck out of here. Satanic temples. Nigga, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this shit. These niggas, I guess these, these Baphomet niggas is way too powerful. these baphomet luciferian negroes is way too powerful for me i can't even y'all won. y'all won i don't want nothing to do with it y'all got it whatever y'all want y'all got it pause
7: and if it had been for monique we still wouldn't know who she is but anyway whenever you put people on this is what they do to you They disrespect you, and Gabby was one of the people who jumped on the Monique hate train. She called her selfish, she called her a liar, she was acting like she was hating on Taraji. I remember all of that, but now all of a sudden, people, they're singing a different tune. We're going to get into it, but first, take a second to make sure that you're subscribed to the channel and click the notification bell for all updates. Oh shit.
9: <laughs> uh, I want to talk to Raji. Mm-hmm. I want to talk the Butler, the butler. Uh, I, I want you to clear up something. Cause I just,
1: you know, another, another, another movie, like another, just the title itself triggers me. I'm triggered by this shit. Am I the only black person that's triggered by slave movies and movies about being servants to whites and the white man got us down. Am am I the only one as a black person that's triggered? Like, I'm tired of seeing it. Am I the only person the butler? For fucking Christ's sakes. Again? What's next? What do we got next? What do we got next? Mario Lopez in the new film, The Dishwasher? The gay man in the new film, the interior decorator, oh. <laughs> the dishwasher. Whew, that that's a good one. Oh shit, that gotta be. That's a, that would be a sad film, wouldn't it? The dishwasher. The dishwasher. We would have to get somebody who's a mexi American for sure. Definitely a mexi American. Uh, uh, um, a mexicano americano type of individual okay and uh <laughs> it's just like in and out job like it's like one of those it's like the wrestler is that the what it's called the shit the wrestler what um what's that ugly ass nigga man The white boy, ugly as shit, he old. Mickey Rourke, nigga, ugly as fuck. Ugly ass nigga. Ugly white dude. He white. He white. That's an ugly ass nigga, though, man, for real. Um, It's almost like The Wrestler, except there's no excitement. Like, you're just going to a job in the back of a kitchen and washing dishes. And while you're washing dishes, you're having, like, flashbacks and shit of when you were probably, like, a captain of the football team or some other shit. It, It could be a sad movie, man. I think that would make a lot of money. Maybe I should get into directing. Saw something. Okay.
9: Um, That was shared with me, and I saw it. Uh-oh. I know this is to be true. Oh. There is a script of the butler <laughs> sent to you mm-hmm. and to Sidney from Lee Daniels' Uh-oh. management. It came Uh-oh. from his office. Body it is mind. a script of the butler. Yes. Uh-oh. Yet in all of the social media and the posts and the back and forth, They're saying that that never happened, that you were never offered a part in Empire or The Butler. But I just saw the script from The Butler from Lee Daniels' team to your team. So something, as my grandmother would say, may she rest in peace, there's a fly in the milk
6: here, Sydney. I think Keith Sweat said it best. Something, something, something just ain't right. You better know those lyrics. Okay. That's what I do. (laughs) So
1: let's talk. Niggas sound Zesty. Niggas sound wild, sassy, like it's a very unsettling feeling that I get listening to this, very sassy, okay, are you following me, very sassy, um, weird, very weird type of vernacular going on with these people, are you following me, Um, a lot of coded words are being said, are you following me, a lot of booty badminton activity, are you following me, Okay about um the empire
9: and taraji and you know people are saying well she wasn't off of that part either
6: yes you know the one thing that i want to say in reference to my sister our sister taraji p henson Cookie Lines was meant for that sister. Mm-hmm. No one else could play that role the way she is playing that role. And we're saying, please keep supporting that entire cast of Empire, because what they're doing is amazing. They're breaking records. What about Jussie? What about Jesse Smoulier?
1: Jesse Smoulier. What about that um, booty bandit? The false attacks, the false flag attack, by Jussie Smoulier, Okay, Jussie Smoulier. booty badman, booty badman. Um, what about him? Do we support him too? Oh, don't, don't, don't act like y'all forgot. You know, he got jumped by uh two Trump supporters, but in reality, two Haitian brothers. This, you telling me this Negro couldn't hire two whites to act? He's an actor. (laughs) He's an actor. You have access to actors, but you get two Negroes that you know, two Haitian brothers, two dark, look like fucking midnight complexion Negroes. All right. To play Trump supporters. What are we doing? Such a failed psyop. Like, it could have went well. It could have worked. If only he knew how to think. If if only the millionaire, the person who makes all this money, would know how to fucking think. He would have hired two white people who, who probably have MAGA hats. They probably have it in their closet somewhere. Let's be honest. Are you following me? They definitely have the Make America Great hat somewhere in their closet. Are you following me? Okay? You could have hired Caucasoids, white people, whites, to play the role. Instead, you had two brolic blacks that you could see on camera like, yo, those are blacks. You could point that like... This looks weird. And this was like back when niggas wasn't even fucking with Trump like that. Niggas was falling for the bullshit back then. This is like, what, 2016, some shit like that. Whatever. I'm black. Probably 2017, 2018. I don't know. I'm black. So we're supposed to support him as well, right? You know, who pretty much tried to clout chase his way into the hearts and minds of the people. Because his talent was apparently not good enough. His music was apparently not good enough. So let me play a role. Pretend I'm being attacked by Trump supporters. And because I'm, you know, this guy from the empire, from empire, and I'm gay, and it was a political attack and trying to do all that was wild. So now I'm not supporting none of that shit.
6: And when people wanted to make this a Monique versus Taraji, Mm. that's not what this is by no means, because that's our sister and we're supportive and cheerleading her on. However, this has nothing to do with that. So we wanted to clear it up. Guys, this is not me saying, oh, I'm mad with Taraji or Taraji has a problem with me by no means. Me and that sister ain't doing nothing but hugging each other with our arms wrapped around each other saying, baby, go get yours. Go do it.
7: And that's one thing about our Baltimore sister, Monique.
6: She never said any of this hating
7: anybody. She was only speaking up for the situation that she was in. Being undervalued as an Oscar winner. Being disrespected and ultimately blackballed with Oprah Winfrey, Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry saying nothing to combat that. On top of that, these other
1: The same usual suspects, right? In any type of like I said, man, the the black czars, this is why this is Czar wars. Right. And it's like they're creating this sort of like uh, what do they call them? <laughs> what do they call them in uh, Star Wars? I'm tweaking. Not the Republic. Um, this is like the resistance. Is it like the? Re- did they call them the resistance? There was something else, though. Fuck. Now, nah, this is like the resistance of the Empire. Right. They're forming to go after the head czars, um, the Tyler Perrys. Uh, Well, Tyler Perry's getting it in many ways, Paul's, in more ways than one, Paul's. (laughs) He go. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people are coming out and exposing, allegedly, Tyler Perry allegedly, for alleged activities, alleged sexual harassment, alleged sexual assault even, alleged more and more names are coming out is this solid information no not really is it worthy talking about absolutely i can only hope that these black leaders get locked the fuck up i'm black i'm saying this shit with confidence i hope these negroes get locked the fuck up and the entire uh image of black culture and black uh entertainment needs to be revamped as soon as possible if we can have so much music and have so many movies about black people dying, then we can have just as much movies as, uh, of black people living normal lives, doing normal shit, and prospering in life like everybody else instead of struggling on camera and having to tap dance and do the fucking Hollywood shuffle, all right? Are you following me? All right
7: they said nothing either at the time Taraji was on her high when it came to her role on Empire cool. she really did that and because she was on her high at the top she didn't want to take up for Monique even though she knew she was right none of them did and they didn't of course 10 years later after they're all being replaced by other Hollywood it girls they're being aged out and everything they were promised they mm. realized they didn't get it yeah of course now it's-
1: what did she say aged out god damn damn aging out
7: easy for them to speak up i'm just wondering if they'll ever speak on this moment of time when all of these people jumped on the monique train all of them including gabby sidibe will any of them ever publicly apologize to monique
6: with the butler, you just saw that script. I saw the script. Now, tap dancers. you don't normally get scripts just to read a script
1: just to read the it. The butler. I was off <laughs> like, of the park. Nigga, my nigga, I'd rather sell black tar heroin nigga than, than participate in a movie called The Butler. All right. My black spirit does not allow me to reach such a level of buffoonery and coonery to make any type of money. Do you understand? Are you following me? But these shucking and jiving Negroes, they don't give a fuck because it's all about the dollar any fucking way. They'll do a movie where they're on a slave boat the whole fucking two hours. They don't give a shit. Niggas is burnt. They bugging. Niggas is tweaking. I'm not doing. Yeah, they tweaking. I'm not doing that shit. They're tweaking. I'll be a stereotypical drug dealer before I decide to do any role that puts me or that puts my image or that puts anybody like me of my image in a negative position just to be another nigger on film. You know what I mean? Another tap dancer on film, okay? Another
6: jigaboo on film. Are you following me? With Empire and as Sydney said, more to come, I was offered the part of Cookie. Now I don't have an issue with Mr. Daniel saying, you know what, they want to go with Taraji, right? No problem. But the way that played out is a problem. And now to be saying Monique was never a thought, we never even wanted to hire Monique for this. Well, again, when you're st- when you start seeing the communications that went back and forth, mm-hmm. what I have said. Publicly, and I'll say it now to Mr. Daniels and to Mr. Strong. And with Mr. Strong, who's actually making the statements, this I was is, never this tweet, offered. Danny
9: Strong, Monique was never offered roles in Empire or the Butler. Hashtag setting the record straight at Lee Daniels. Center.
6: And I appreciate him saying that because Mr. Strong, from his perspective, could be telling the truth mm-hmm. because he's not on any of the communications. This is the first time I've heard of Mr. Strong. Oh, wow. So Mr. Strong could be really thinking right. that If me, he and Lee talked and Lee says, well, I've never sent her anything. He's supporting his friend and his business partner. And we get down for people like that that say, I'm going to take a stand with my friend. But as I've said to Mr. Strong, will you speak as loudly when you find out that those things aren't true? And I was offered those things and I'm not just pulling it out the air Mm -hmm. because what they're doing is they're putting my character in question. And they're putting my reputation in question as if now I'm this, I'm just screaming and saying, Oh, look at what happened by no means. You set up by, she should know this by, at this point,
1: she was set up by design to be looked that way. When Lee Daniels said the shit about her on TV, that one uh, interview, she was made to look like the unstable. And I don't know, maybe she's just unstable to work with. If we're just listening to if we're just going to be one sided and listen to what these so-called directors and professionals say, they'll say that, hey, she's not really good to work with. Now, the whole Gabby thing, I guess that was just the the way into the door. Um, her role came from a movie with Monique. But she if anybody would know Monique enough, it would be a person that did a film with her. So some people gonna like you, some people gonna dislike you. That's how I look at it. But for the higher ups, oh yeah, they blackballed her.
6: They blackballed her. Not angry with anybody. I understand the game. However, what I can't let you do is go out and speak things that you know not to be true.
7: And you know, speaking of Lee Daniels, it took 13 years of this tension, this beef that Monique had with him before he apologized to her in public.
11: A long time to realize.
6: I am so sorry for hurting you in any way. best friend my best friend y'all think that precious was just
0: that wasn't that was that was god working through both of us
1: god working through a homosexual we got to talk about it, family god working through a homosexual doing a movie about the exploitation another stereotypical exploitation of black women are you following me God was working through him and Monique to make a movie that involved the heavyset woman known as Precious running out in slow motion, running out in slow motion, by the way, with fried chicken. God was working through them. I get it. Now I understand why these black czars and a lot of these black entertainers got to go. (laughs) like they gotta go I get it like a lot of you guys like you know praise and worship these people like they're your idols and shit so it's like it's hard for you to like come to terms with the fact that like yo these people are really out here doing some fuck shit but yeah they're out here doing some fuck shit and it involves a little bit of tap dancing You know, and if you really, if you think about it, you know, who's coming up with these roles or who's coming up with these films? Who's trying to revamp the slave culture? Who's trying to revamp sort of the civil rights culture? Who's trying to revamp everything else that's taking place? A lot of people will say the gay community. Have the pride flag not incorporated uh, some logo that incorporates uh, people of color? If I'm not mistaken, they have some flag that incorporates that and in the gay flag. Are the gays not always in some cases in the beginning talking about how gay is the new black? Y'all remember that, right? Am I, Am I reaching? I don't think I am. That's that's the crazy thing about it. Every time I have to say to myself, this sounds like, cra- this sounds like bullshit. But no, nah, this is true. This is all happening. Unfortunately. Are you following me? So now, and, and it, it is a good point, shout out to Pink Book Lessons, where if you think about it, all of these people, right? All of these people got into some point Where, because of the strikes that was taking place, not a lot of films was being made. I mean, honestly, you can go back to COVID-19, really. I mean, you can go back to COVID-19. And that kind of explains most of what I'm talking about. In terms of certain films didn't come out. Or they were able to release a good amount of films. But it was pretty much only from a year or two prior, and a lot of actors was, was out. They didn't really have anything going on. Or they tried to film, in some cases, I think like Finland and other places like that, they tried to do films there. But then they got, they, I think, some bullshit. They caught wind of that. But when the fucking jabs came out, all these actors and shit were so enthusiastic to get it done just so they can go back to making money. Um, you would have the you would have the musicians the musicians are in the best position really because the musician regardless of the fact that they can't tour you know they can still record you know they can still do albums and still get some type of stream revenue where an actor it's like yeah uh you know hoped you saved up which a lot of these people don't they end up broke bitter and talking about they're underpaid when they've been working for the same people for over four fucking years, five fucking years over a decade for some of these people. They've been used. They've been used to shaking the hands and smiling next to these people in one sense, but behind the scenes, they're talking all negative and talking dirty about the people that gave them the opportunity to do what the fuck they're doing to begin with. Are you following me? There's no, there's no, uh, there'll never be a aspect and there shouldn't be an aspect where there's a black Hollywood. Some people say black Hollywood, the term black Hollywood is actually derived from um, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, right? ATL. But the black Hollywood being another level in which there's another devil, So if if there's Epstein, if there's the Epstein's, then there's the Diddy's. And then if there's the Diddies, there's the T.D. Jakes. But if there's the T.D. Jakes, it's the Tyler Perry's. And if it's the Tyler Perry's, it's the Oprah. Are you following me? I hope y'all paid attention to that. Because throughout the time going forward, there's going to be a lot more information with those particular names that I've just mentioned. There's already stories and allegations bubbling up. There's actual people that's allegedly dealt with some people. Some of these people that I mentioned, allegedly. Who's already speaking out about it, allegedly. But it's all going to come to a surface and a lot of these leaders are going to have these black czars, black czar gatekeepers, not just leaders, black czar gatekeepers. They're assigned black czars, Um Oprah' is it a sign Black Czar she's a Czarlet because of uh what's the brother's name not the, he's not a brother the Kazar what's the Kazar's name Harvey Weinstein how many pictures do you have to see with Harvey Weinstein and Oprah until you put two and two together are you following me all right? There is such thing as guilty by association. Are you following me? You have to be careful with the company you keep around you. And if you can't change the people around you in thought, then you got to change people around you within environment. Are you following me? That's all at the top. Hopefully you all understand what I meant by that. If you can't change the people around you in thought, then you have to change people around you within environment. Some people, you can do without. Some relationships, some women in your life, you can do without. Some vices, you can do without. But the people that don't acknowledge it from within, don't never figure it out. Okay? Are you following me? All bars, man.
7: Do the, the sad part is, Lee Daniels said Monique was his friend before all of this. Think about it. Monique's performance in the movie Precious earned her an Oscar, but then her career went down instead of soaring like what would normally happen for an actress with that honor. Lee Daniels went up. He went on to be very successful.
1: Yeah, but in the process, from Lee Daniels' perspective, she wasn't willing to, quote, play ball, end quote. Now, for a lot of people who are in the industry... Y'all may understand what the fuck that is. I don't know what it means, but I know it sounds fucking nefarious. Okay? I do know it sounds nefarious. Are you following me? It definitely sounds like some ulterior weirdo activity. Are you following me? All right? A lot of booty bandit behavior. Are you following me? A lot of uh, rainbow Power Ranger activity. Are you following me? All right? Anyway. Anyway. Continuing.
7: Breaking records with Empire, starring Taraji P. Henson and Terrence Howard. Gabby also joined the ride, and she was able to keep her career alive. I mean, because let's be honest. Gabby wasn't even supposed to make it after Precious. Monique made Precious. Gabby was out here looking like she was about to go try out for the Browns or the Chiefs defense. She was just...
1: All right, I'm done. We're not doing no more fat shaming here, All right. I'm not going to allow a black queen <laughs> to um, put down another black queen, an obese fat, fat queen. Are you following me? All right. I know uh, an obese black queen should not be shamed here. Are you following me? Okay. Anyway, I got to play this instrumental real quick. So I got to take a leak. And it's already close to one o'clock. Anyway, after that, we got a uh, Cat Williams talking about Kevin Hart. Okay, this is this is the big deal right here. Th- these Black czar Wars. It's it's just a little entertaining, but it doesn't really you know hold its weight. You know, because in the long run, it's just people talking in circles. Where it's like, even somebody who would understand both sides. Nobody is going to really, like, go against Oprah in that way without realizing that there is a shitload of consequences for going after a Oprah. You see what I mean? But who knows? It's very interesting to see. Um, Yeah, I'll be right back. Now we're gonna go on to uh, this is like the main event right this is like if I was like I don't understand or maybe it's just me right like when I think about like Wrestlemania and I I guess like now they do uh, they do the two night they do the two night shows as if one night's not enough they do a two night show a one night show that they do they do one night show Saturday and then a night show Sunday right but it makes more sense to do like Wrestlemania the entire day like I'm talking about like Wrestlemania a show from like noon to like 4 o'clock and then a show from like 6 o'clock to like 10 o'clock You see what I mean? Two shows like that. But a show more based on, like, morning or, like, the during the daytime and more of a show based on nighttime. I don't know. But this is right here, the main event for show one, right? This is show one, main event. Cat Williams talking about Kevin Hart on, um... This was this? Club Shay Shay people. All right
11: in 15 years in Hollywood, no one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for never getting a standing ovation at any comedy club. He already had his deals when he got here. <laughs> Have we heard of a comedian that came to L.A. Damn, and in son. his first year in L.A. he had his own sitcom on network television and had his own movie called Soul Plane that he was leading? No, we've never heard of that before that person or no. since that person. What do you think a plant is maybe people don't understand the definitions of these words he just did his documentary with Chris Rock where he shows you that his whole upbringing in comedy was on the east coast yeah, it was. so how simultaneously was he here in Los Angeles doing the same thing it did happen It didn't happen. And I I hate to seem like a petty individual for picking apart lies, but Jussie Smollett gonna keep lying until you say, we don't believe you. (laughs) Like, it's important in the checks and balances of the universe that liars not get to make
1: complete narratives for themselves. Are you not afraid about being biased? Hey, shout out to Cat Williams. The fact that I mentioned mentioned Jussie Smollett, Jussie, Jussie Smollett, okay? All right? Jussie Smoulier. The fact that I mentioned him earlier, I didn't listen to this previously, by the way, so that makes it even funnier. But at the same time, they mentioned Empire with Taraji, so that's why I mentioned uh, Jussie Smoulier, okay?
2: Like bald again? These are some power people. What do you mean again?
11: These people are not powerful. Satan can't create anything. That includes blessings for his people. That's why you know what the number one job of somebody that sold their soul in Hollywood is? What? Is to act like it didn't happen. They all do the same job. Why do you think Gary Owen can't cross over and he already white and been in comedy for 25 years? Mm. If what I say ain't the case. It's a cabal. It's a, it's a consortium. They they rock with who they rock with and they don't with who they don't. But I'm not scared of being the competition any more than you were when you lined up uh, across from a superior team. Yeah, on paper they're a better team. Right. They have all the assets and resources that we don't. But let us get on the line, boy, boy, mm. and see if that factors in. I, I guarantee you it won't. Wow. Uh,
10: because uh, Shannon
11: Sharp uh, got uh, to be a different person. Than-
1: <laughs> yo, yo, I knew I saved the best for last, man. I knew I saved the best for last, man. Cat Williams going in.
11: Other person. Absolutely. And he always was. That doesn't change when I change teams. That remains the same. That's how a <laughs> legacy is built. All of these shortcut takers. I, I was. They canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to set my in front of all my people at my agency. What am I supposed to do? He did all of that. I'm thinking I'm the only black person on the script. I get there, there's three other black guys on there. Woo!
2: Huh. Well, you wonder what they did? to do.
11: <laughs> I told him, no, what y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why when I walk in a room, heads go down. Behind my back, I'm nothing. I'm just a regular old comedian that's bitter and jealous. But in my face, no, no, no. The king has walked in and they have to respect it only because I've not taken the shortcuts. I've not been funded. They pay you to not talk about things they don't want you to talk about. (laughs) They tell you that themselves. I can't do that because Steve told you that he stopped doing stand-up because he had seven TV shows. The only problem is when he stopped stand-up, he didn't have those seven TV shows. He stopped stand-up because he got in a comedy battle called the Championship of Stand-Up Comedy with one Cat Williams in Detroit in front of 10,000 people and lost because Cat Williams said he was actually bald and that was a wig. And I went and that's why he couldn't do stand-up anymore. Imagine him coming to tell you another story where he got so big and it was Bernie and them's fault because they wanted to be movie stars. What? You called Ocean 11 to get that nigga's part. What do you mean you didn't want to be a movie star? So on the behalf of Bernie... Damn. I, I will have to say what I have to say. Have you, have ever, been a, have
2: you ever been on tour with any of these guys?
11: The guy, I, every guy I mentioned to you is not funny out there in real life. So well, you, no. Know. Faison's never done his own tour in 30 years. Steve Harvey don't do stand-up no more. Cedric doesn't write. I'm sorry, he doesn't write. Ricky Smiley has been playing the same old. <laughs> Like forever, like you can't get a young fan base with that. Damn, son! Like you gotta be doing karaoke around the country to make that work. It is. But I'm a stand-up comedian. This is my 19th, 100 city tour. I'm not going to have a conversation with these lazy bums that'll take a shortcut at any point. Yes, it's easier for you to juice than to get in the gym, but you don't get to bring that body in here talking crazy. Talk about how good you look. Damn, son. What? No, no, there's too many comics out there that are putting their life on the line to tell these jokes, man.
2: Okay, let's get to your upbringing. We're going to circle back and we'll get some... Uh-huh. I want to protect it real quick, because you had said for the Kings of
1: Comedy, it was in 2018, 2019, but did you mean 1999? Because it came out in 2000, so I
11: just want to make sure. No, I Comedy. did no, no, no. So, what I meant to say was, remember, he said I couldn't do stand-up anymore. I had seven TV shows. I say he didn't have any of those TV shows at the time. I
2: know. You're talking, you talking about Cedric. Joke Steeler from Cedric. Yeah, oh, Cedric. Okay, so he so, said okay. 2018, 2019, but it came out in 2000, so I just want
11: to make sure... You- okay. No, 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 no. What comes out in 2000? The, king of- the original Kings of Comedy. Right. My... I'm on BET's Comic View, and they're using this as the commercial in 1998. Okay. That's why I'm saying, yeah. Oh, so if, that I, yeah. Right so if
2: yeah. I, yeah. So I said the dates oh, wrong, yeah. 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 So yes. let's go ahead and clear it up. Okay. You said, yeah. I had Cedric on here, and I asked him about the joke stealing, and yeah. he said the timeline doesn't add up. Correct. To your to to that point, you say. Right, so he thought that I was just a no-name comedian
11: and that he could take this joke and nobody would know. The issue was that I had already done this particular joke on BET's Comic View twice. Right. It had done so well on BET's Comic View that they had made it part of the commercial. So part of the commercial of make sure you tune in to BET was you seeing me doing this joke. Right. And this joke is one of those jokes in comedy where you set it up and it takes a little longer to set it up. takes about three minutes. But then you're just hitting them with jokes after right. that because you don't have to set it up. Right. Uh, Mark Curry had already helped me work on this joke because I thought it was good because I was getting a standing ovation on it. He had me go back in the lab to help me craft it to be an even more powerful joke. So this is not just a random joke, this is my very best joke, and it's my last joke, and it's my closing joke. Okay. 1998, I'm doing this joke, it's on Comic View. Cedric comes to the Comedy Store, he watches me in the audience, he comes
1: backstage, now I'm gonna pause this to make a quick brief point. Um this this is actually known to happen a lot for a lot of reasons. Well, for some reason, I don't really know much, but in terms of like people stealing jokes, the whole um Carlos Mencia, um Joe Rogan situation, right? Where You know, a comedian comes in and he's like in the back. He comes in through the back door, pause. They let him in, pause. And, you know, he kind of sits in the back with a hoodie on. People don't know that it's really Carlos Mencia listening to other people's jokes. And he's kind of like he's on his phone. But in reality, he was allegedly writing these jokes down. Which is crazy but then will later on use those jokes. And a lot of people will say, oh, that's bullshit, but there's a lot of comparisons. A lot of people said the same about uh, Amy Schumer and when it came to people like um, Patrice O'Neill and some of his jokes. And she just went, oh, that's just a coincidence. You know, that doesn't make sense. But then once again, there's a comparison of several jokes by the two in which you could immediately assume that one person had gotten the influence from the joke from another person. Weird.
11: He tells me what a great job I did and how much he loves the joke. Two years later, he's doing that as his last joke on the Kings of Comedy, and he's doing it verbatim. He's just changed my car into a spaceship. Damn. Damn. Him and Steve had already apologized for me, so I gave him a pass for a decade. Why would you sit here and be like, I talked to, I saw cat 30 times, and <laughs> Cat didn't do, as I stand before you, Shannon. I would have bust Cedric's stomach. <laughs> there was nothing that would have kept me from one of these in, in that patch right there. Like, are you kidding me? Why would you downplay me like that? Why did I give you a pass if you were just gonna lie? And so, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're all a group. Cedric, Steve, Ricky, they've been a group. Everybody knows that. They've been aligned. And, and there are these alliances in comedy. And if you stand against them, then they sometimes have a problem, but we don't let that change the content because that's all you know me for, is that I'm quite likely to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. That's what these comics understand, is that I'm not doing nothing for Cloud. I don't even recognize Cloud. But eventually the Lord is going to let me and you be in one hallway. A lot of these dudes go Kevin Hard done went twenty-five years without ever being in the same building with me at the same time. What, so what, what? If I go in the building, he walk out. You've never seen us in the same building ever in twenty-five years. Like, it's like that. <laughs> Why? Why? Yes, because what? I'm really the product. It's not
1: what you think. I am never run. It's just weird. I don't and I talked about this before. And how there's this weird sort of back and forth. And by the way, we're going to get more into um, in detail. Damn, this bitch running out of nice ass. Um, more in detail with where everything is going with Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer stealing jokes and all this other shit later on. Because we got a 35 minute extended clip in which we'll be going over this later on today. I should say tonight. I was able to share what I did last night um, on time. Let's see if I can do the same tonight. Are you following me? The influence of anything,
11: I'm always in my right mind. I'm always a physical specimen. And when you see me, I'm much, much bigger than you had thought. I have far less play in me than you would like. And I'm relentless. I'm out there. I'm still to this day. I play 11 games of basketball with a 20 year old. <laughs> the record is 92 and six. This is just in the yard, just to the rack, just cause. You work out, you I, I mean, no, you work out, camp? Uh, not to the gym. You don't work out the gym. You push ups, sit ups. I, my whole life it was um, it was just push ups and sit ups only. I would do like. um... A hundred push ups a day just I thought you were gonna say a thousand. No, no, no. Uh, because this is literally every day. Right. This is not for the yeah, for the gram. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and I would do push ups and then I tore both my rotator
1: cuffs and so it was only thing... <laughs> that nigga <thing is> said <laughs> This nigga funny as hell, bro. He said it's not for the He's like, nah, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, like, for the gram. (laughs) He's like, real life, nigga. (laughs) Yo, I'm dead, bro. (laughs) Nigga said a thousand push-ups a day. Like, what type of Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage juice are you fucking taking, bro? Heavy juice. Niggas is juicing big time, man. Scott Hall juicing, okay? Y'all remember Scott Hall? Not... Not this I'm talking about the Scott Hall from like back in the day. Like there's Scott Hall from back in the day who looked like a fucking tank, bro. Like he caught a body. Like this rest in peace Scott Hall. This nigga caught a body, right? I think he was like a bouncer or some shit or a security guard. This nigga caught a body, right? And like he was all fucked up. Like he was like mentally fucked up over that, right? And, you know, his whole story was, you know, he was kind of looking for something to get his mind off of the traumatic experience of having to defend himself. But he was able to get a justifiable homicide on the behalf of self-defense and was pretty much, I hate to say it, I don't like to use the term off the hook Because he technically didn't do anything wrong To be on a hook But he was pretty much let go from that But the effects from it Stayed with him And then he met some dude That told him to go to the gym And start wrestling And then he started wrestling But um, You know the people that were wrestling Alongside of him Were all alcoholics You know Popping pills Backstage before going on um poppin' bennies, you know what I mean what what did they had? They had the Selmas that's what uh <laughs> yo rest in peace Scott Hall. Yeah, there's a story wrestling fans will know the names. There's a story where Scott Hall and Shawn Michaels were touring and shit. They were touring around the country because you know Shawn Michaels, um, you know, the showstopper. Mr. WrestleMania to some. He was apparently I don't know if it's true or not. They were they were like at a hotel or at some sort of resort where the event was at and these motherfuckers was taking pills back to back to back to back to back right And Shawn Michaels was like, hey, do you feel a heartbeat? He's like, yo, I don't feel mine. I don't feel my heartbeat at all. He's like, nah, man. <laughs> Scott Hall was like, nah, I feel my heartbeat, man. I feel it. This nigga reached in a pill bottle and gave him, like, three pills. Like, here, take these. That's how shot out niggas were back in the day. All the drugs, like, Yo. Like, all the drugs. And before the internet, dude, like, yo, dog, listen. Before the internet, the pop culture of people, like, getting exposed and shit like that wasn't a thing, right? It was never looked at as a thing. And where, like, someone is being exposed and there is quick access that exposure right the internet at the time when they were touring and they were just sleeping around with like random women from different locations taking women back to the hotel and i can just imagine vince mcmahon in the 80s and 90s like just turning his head like bro that shit's going on bro like and they had such a stronghold at the time where even with hip-hop, that's something that I never really thought about. and something that academics probably never thought about. This sort of, like, this culture that involves... This culture that involved, like, the parties and, like, women getting fucked up off of pills and women going to the clubs drunk and knowing that a celebrity is going to be there and pretty much willingly putting themselves in vulnerable, uh, vulnerable situations that could involve them getting taken advantage of. The only payout back then was the actual money or the actual experience. But because of the internet, it opened this portal to where now it's all free range. A woman can go to a party 10 years ago. Now keep in mind, she wasn't talking about any situation. She wasn't talking about any assaults. She wasn't talking about nothing alleged. All she was mentioning was the party. Oh, she had a good time. She did X, Y, Z. You know, she didn't, um, you know, she knew what she, she got herself into, to an extent. Which the extent always turns into a situation where she completely forgot where she was at. She blacked out. This, immediate, this, this immediately reminds me of the academic situation, does it not? When he has to inform a woman that she slept with two of his friends, but when she immediately saw academics, she claimed that she had a good night. Something's going on. Something's going on. Then like the my games, the amnesia, right? The bullshit. Oh, well, you know, this time around, um, I just remembered that not only was it the two friends that you reminded me that sexually assaulted me, but it was also you. So a man's gonna remind you that not only did two of his friends sexually assault you, because he has it on camera but he himself sexually assaulted you. That makes no sense but people are so stupid people are so fucking dumb that they'll just assume like, hey, that academics, the new ditty. There was this one video I was about to go through but then I realized that me going through it would only make me angry and it says It's this O'Shea Duke Jackson guy. Another another problem with what was the manosphere or the red pill today, I don't know what the fuck it is today, What, what it can be considered, but it's not what people thought it was. It's actually worse because now it's people that realize that, A, me saying the same shit, it's not getting me anywhere. And now I have to do content that's based on race or I got to I have to play a particular role to where I'm nothing more than a race soldier or a race beater and doing it for so-called black culture. But the black culture that's only being um, displayed is all of the negativity and nigga shit. So I was like, you know what, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna offend myself. It would offend me to go through that video. And to like really have to go through bullshit from Negroes that know nothing about the situation. And like I said before, when you only have people who see five minutes of maybe an hour-long conversation, you can realize certain things are out of context, right? You would, you would immediately come to that conclusion that, hey, maybe certain things within this five two two and a half to five-minute clip is out of context. Maybe what I'm programming or maybe what I am programmed to believe is not, in fact, the situation. Then you got people like Asan Campbell. They took that situation and made whatever they could out of it to try to get, you know, some type of reaction from an audience. Now, they know damn well if themselves were even in a similar situation. I don't know, like a situation like being shot. That's one situation in which Asan Campbell was the person who got shot. It's now supposed to be the voice of reason and the person that's supposed to talk sense in the academics. Are you fucking kidding me? Stupid shit like this is the reason why some black people are better off in their own circles. You have your group of people, don't matter what they look like, what they do, they're the people you communicate with, they're the people you vibe with, and you kind of leave this whole tribalism sort of niggas-only mentality to uh, the pro-blacks. Let them do what they do. Are you following me? Let them do what they want to do. Let them believe what they want to believe. As long as they don't get in the way of what you believe and what you stand for, then there shouldn't be a problem. But every now and then... You always have a buck dancing Negro. Team black this, pro black that. Black lives matter this, all this other madness. But in reality, these niggas getting a check. Like they're cutting a the check. Big time. Niggas is cutting a enormous check for these people. To do the shucking and jiving. To play the Hollywood shuffle, to do all of the type of coon shit that realistically, of course, outside of the money, they would never do it. They wouldn't imagine doing it. But they're in a situation, well, guess what? All of a sudden, you know, $50,000 here, $100,000 there. You know, who would anybody be to judge who are not in those situations when you got money like that in front of you and they're telling you all they want you to do is do X, Y and Z. A lot of people are going to go along with it. And it shouldn't be much of a surprise. But a lot of people, they're going to take that. They're going to take that money. And, you know, in the beginning, they'll come up with little excuses. Oh, well, I needed this for X, Y, and Z. I got this going on. I got that going on. So I needed the money. I needed to do this. I needed to do that. Okay. Well, in this situation, you know, you get what you you bargain for. You see a lot of these motherfuckers, right? They sit back they have realistically nothing going on but they always they always assume that a person at such a low level would have some sort of um, some level of dignity in my opinion is this if you're going just as far as in like trying to appease a certain audience or a certain person and it gets to a point where you have to actually be stereotypical yourself you have to be a character that you rather not be in order to get that you've, you've sold out you sold out because rather than say fuck it the money doesn't matter the money does matter to you which is why you sold out so it all makes sense but why play the game at the end only to have said it's the creator's fault for the game being made you played the game now you gotta deal with the consequences repercussions and go along with the guidelines and regulations of such games I don't know man I'm black. You know what I mean? I'm black. To golf that I was even able to get my took back.
11: I I've been a golfer for quite some time. My short game is impeccable. I I, I can't get you but but two and some change off of the um the off the tee, but I'm still I'm 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 still coming in for par guaranteed.
2: Are you playing for the tips? The fuck is uh, this? No,
11: I've I've found that you don't get anything for that. It seems like it seems very egomaniacal. They go, hey cat, for free you can go further back. <laughs> hey, what? Wait a minute, does it still count the same? Hey, I'm up at the ladies' tee. Don't tell me my pronouns. <laughs> On the golf course, I'm she, her, him, them, and they. Whoever, whoever at the front tee. For a five year period, every single movie that Kevin Hart did was a movie that had been on my desk that all I had said was just can we take some of this step and fetch it shit out? And then I can do it. Like it don't need to be overtly homosexual because I'm <laughs>
1: Yo, <laughs> yo, the step and fetch it. Yo, come on. Stop, bro. That's absurd. Not the Hollywood shuffle. What have I been talking about, people? Come on, man. What have I been talking about? The Holly weird shuffle. The step and fetch it shit. You wanted to take the cooning out. Like, yo, you can take out the Coonan, right? You know, I don't really want to tap dance on camera. Are you following me? But they're like, nah, man, this is going to be great. He's like, nah, you know what? I'll pass. You know what them Negro said? We know the right Negro. Call up Kevin Hart. Yep. And He showed up, man. And he show up and he show out. All types of shucking and jiving, man. Homosexual, right? It doesn't need that
11: right. to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and me saying that and them going, oh yeah, no problem, and then going to give it to this other guy and having him do it just like it was, and acting like I'm a bad person because I keep standing on my standard. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Like again, I'm
2: I'm on the winning side of things. <laughs> decisions. Will there ever be another Comic View deaf comedy jam? Can Could that end today in 24, 25, 26? Could we see that again? They've already announced it. It's already going. You didn't know? Mm-mm.
11: Yeah, Kevin Hart purchased it, so he's now doing uh comedy view. That happened at the same time that they gave DC Young Fly uh, Hollywood Squares. Where?
1: Yeah, wow. because they tell you that there's no... Wow, so DC Young Fly—he—he's taking the oath. Well, I'm not surprised with him. I hate to say it, but he seems to be an easy target to a lot of those people. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I am surprised about that, though. Wow, interesting. Gatekeepers, but we keep seeing the same people open the gate. Uh oh. Didn't Kevin Czar's. open the
11: gate and let Tiffany in? Zars. Ain't he now opening it up for... Don't such and such open the gate. For, what do you mean there ain't no gatekeepers?
2: Zars. There's a hundred gates out here. You, I, I,
11: everyone I've seen got a keeper.
2: Would you have wanted to do Comic View, or deaf comedy jam? Would you have wanted to be... I, I think we just mentioned I did them both. No, I'm saying... <laughs> he already did it. Purchase the rights and... Refranchise it? Nope. They didn't offer it to me anyway. <clears throat>
1: Like, and interestingly enough, I talked about this a couple nights ago when we went over surviving Russell Simmons, and I was wondering, like, what of death? Uh, what of uh, Russell Simmons still kind of moves and and kind of makes money? And deaf comedy jam would probably have to be one of the big things from back in the day, from what I remembered. Interesting.
11: If you did a couple of disservices to comedy as well. Mm -hmm. So there were people like me that were out there getting two and three standing ovations in one set. And that wasn't good for television. So what they did was they started making everybody get a standing ovation so they would tell the audience when they get off stage everybody get up and cheer and so now the fact that I'm the only one out there going to get standing ovations is now making people think everybody get a standing ovation Mm -hmm. and that's not how comedy is so I Mm -hmm. I understood why that couldn't go anymore because remember Ricky Smiley sat right here and told you a story about how he performed with uh, Mike Epps and Cat Williams when he did Comic View and to let him tell it Mm. He was funnier than both. <laughs> My name is <Lil> Dow.
2: <laughs> We're talking about the special needs. Ooh, that's good. That's a different that's time. Some that, clever material. That
11: was a different time, cat. No, it wasn't. It yeah. was the time I was there. But I'm saying that time, this time, same times. No.
1: Yeah, and see that. You know what's funny? I had this conversation with somebody a while back that was similar to this where people say that were those were different times. And I said, no, it was nine something p.m. there. It's nine something p.m. here. Nothing about it's different. You allowed it to be different because you weren't in those times or you weren't around during those times or you don't know enough about those times because you are currently living in that same time. Nothing changes realistically, right? It's all the same shit. The parties, the freak offs were something else in Hollywood before the freak offs. The orgies and the the sex cults and all that other shit. None of that's really new. It's just people are knowing more about it. The Epstein situation, the catalyst of, oh, celebrities and entertainers really doing foul shit. Oh, what a surprise. Come on, guys. Give me a fucking break. Just like people that tell you the Egyptians, they're not black. Egypt is in Africa, folks.
11: As long as Egypt is in Africa, then Egyptians are African.
2: Do you believe you could tell the same jokes today as when you started out? I mean Eddie Murphy not telling those jokes. Richard Pryor not being wouldn't be able to tell those jokes in 2024 that they told in the 70s and the 80s. So they wouldn't have told them. But that's my point. They're not inferior people. No.
11: If they were in this time, they would be going according to our time. Adapt. Just like then we were
1: going They would adapt. Whether people like um whether people like Bill Cosby or not, the thing about Bill Cosby was throughout the decades he adapted. So when he was a comedian, he was a clean comic. Made a did a good amount of shows, had gotten a good amount of credibility off of his clean comedy. Now. Opposite of Richard Pryor. But still in the same level at that time when it came to comedy, he was able to transcend, transcend into film and television. Well, first film and then later on the Cosby show. He adapted now, to say that Richard Pryor wouldn't have been able to adapt would be an insult. You know what I mean? Um, all of these actors and people who made crazier jokes back in the day, they wouldn't be too far because I think there's still people that naturally want to push the envelope. There's people that naturally want to rock the boat. There's people that naturally want to to talk about things that are controversial in a more reasonable and meaningful manner than to just say a bunch of dumb shit. There's always a method to the madness of those in comedy. Um, That's what makes comedy what it is. It's not people that are super careful of what they say and how they say it. It's people that tell it like it is, and then they deal with the problem, whether it's a standing ovation or people throwing shit at you. According to that, like,
11: that's how it is in the world. There are words that we can use for a while. And when we use them for a while until somebody says that ain't a good word. Yeah. We should stop saying that. Correct. That don't make people feel good. And we stop saying the word and we move on to another word. You can't say the R word. You can certainly say special needs. Yeah. You can certainly say spectrum. You can, you can, you there are things that you can say to get your point that don't have to hurt people. Right. But you would know that if what you did was construct the English language for a living, Mm -hmm. then you would understand that part. Kevin told you he won't go wear no dress until they offered him the dress and then he put it on. And what did he say after he
1: wore it? And what did I talk to... Oh, come on, bro. We're going to stop it right there. Come on. What did I talk about late last year, man? The dress, right? What did I talk about with the dress? This is the first time I think I heard him talk about this... Directly, meaning the aftermath of him saying that he would never wear a dress and then him wearing the dress. We talked about this less than a month ago. And look what's going on today. I made my own decision. Duh. But
11: you didn't make it before they brought it up, did you? It's okay. All right.
1: There you go. Hey man, shout out to Cat Williams. We still got the uh, 35 minute clip we're going over later on tonight. I like these episodes a lot more when I just have a worthy clip that I can go through, pause, um, say what I need to say, continue playing the video, rather than going through, trying to go through four or five clips that are probably 10 to 15 minutes long. We're not going to do that. Okay? We still got the rest of that. Well, not the rest, but a good portion of um, Cat Williams continually, um, continuing the situation. Let me make sure, let me hold up. Let me see, uh, let me make sure that's not the same clip, but extended, because I've done that before.
11: And I needed you to know why I came by. Yeah, I need you to tell us. The, The seven people, shortcut takers,
1: like, it's like that. Why? Why? Yeah, I think this is all different. Good. Yeah, this is all different. An entirely different 35-minute clip that we're going over. Later on tonight, it's uh, one forty-five for me. I'm about to go in here, get ready to start this work date, do my eight and hit the gate. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, And until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.